But it is good to be back here with you one-on-one, <laughs> right? It feels like yeah. it's been a while since I've got to actually talk to you on the podcast. I know. One-on-one. Yeah. Um, right? I mean, is that that's not just me, right? It's been, I feel like, a few months. Yeah. So we have this kind of like throwback to kind of skills pay bills, Claudia Manny fucking, and we're here in a new version in September 2022 and kind of like back to basics back to kind of unplug just us in a couch microphones, on our couch on our couch in the house yeah you know and just really trying to do these more consistently put them out more and just really talk about what we have going on in the shop because there is a lot right now happening yeah you know there there's is a lot a of lot. cool shit happening but I did want to, you know, this is the podcast where we get to talk about stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it tr- really vague. But I did want to say at the top of the podcast that I just wanted to express to you, like, how proud I am of you. Because, damn, you've been through a lot over these past few months. You've been through so much. You've been through <laughs> so fucking much. I think we, we've we all been through a lot. Yeah, but I feel like you took a, a brunt of it. You know, a beating, uh, a, a beating, you know, a, a public beating. And it's like, you know, the way you handle it and the way you came through it and everything like that. I really feel like it's just like you leveled up in so many ways, just showing how you respond to things like you're like a it feels like this is the like an adult version of you for the first time. And it's, it's super <laughs> cool to, to see that version well, of you. It's so funny because I um you know, I, I talk to people all the time and there was I met this girl in the studio and she was talking about getting married young and, you know, all those kind of things. And then by the age of 30, she was like divorced and stuff. And I was like, what what you know, it's like obviously that as we're growing and doing all that kind of stuff, like I feel like we've grown together at the same kind of rate, you know, where it's like both me and you were constantly like. You're growing, I'm growing, like we're both growing, you know, and it's like we allow ourselves to like grow and to, to, I, I've, I've always been like a huge advocate of like, um, like therapy, self-reflection, all that kind of stuff. And for me, like, I know that I've had a lot of ugly moments in like my life where it's like, I know that I could have handled things different and I chose a different route to freaking do. That's why I don't drink. I'm not a drinker because of those reasons, you know, because it's like I I choose to handle things differently under that kind of circumstance. And that's why I wanted to acknowledge this moment in time, because I don't know if everybody else knows a different version of Claudia, but I've definitely mm-hmm. seen a different version of Claudia that would have in a past time handled things a lot differently and i'm just congratulating that you kind of just really you know stayed calm and chill and just super mature and you know i I know you haven't always been that way so it was cool to see that and that yeah you know you're 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 evolving and uh i'm just uh yeah i'm just i'm really happy to be back here you know talking with you and it's like now we can go anywhere with it. So like yeah. what I mean, I know there's a lot going on. So we could start right at the beginning, like what we're working on this week. So 
episode what is this this is skills pay bills unplugged so this is the okay, second okay, one we've cool. done the first one we did remember was danny i got the yeah so uh so yeah um my name's Claudia and you're Manny and this yeah. is unplugged. <laughs> this is Skills Pay Bills unplugged number two. Yeah. But we're going to jump right into it and talk about what are we yeah. doing in Soloka this week. So this week is our, our basically our last week to basically get everything ready and together for design week, which is happening Saturday, uh, October, September 24th. It's from 12 to 6. We're having a textile art show that I'm basically creating items to tell the story of how my mom basically came to the u.s and what her journey was and all that and so um i think we've had moments um this past weekend where you know it's like i i know what i'm capable of doing right like i i enjoy working like under pressure i enjoy you know like working alone i enjoy all that kind of stuff and i think that on Saturday, like I started really questioning myself, you know, like really like second guessing myself, like second guessing and just kind of like, you know, textile, like what does that mean? Like a textile art show, all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like we really got into like this really cool space of like, hey, this is a textile art show and this is what it means. And this is this is what I, I want for you to feel this kind of thing when you see something you know, so um, I think I was headed into a different direction and like I've changed it up a little bit, which I'm really happy about, but I'm excited. I'm excited that, you know, I get to basically showcase 10 different things. We're doing one collaborative piece, which is the video that you made for my baptism video. But to bring it back, the art show was called A Mother's Journey to America, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so it's about your mom. Yeah. It's about her journey beginning from where she was born in a rancho in Guadalajara yeah right and so all the way from from meeting your dad to going up to Tijuana to, to crossing the border to yeah. settling in San Fernando so all these steps along the way yeah you found like little moments in that yeah. story to basically highlight yeah so your- they were they they were very um what I felt were very significant moments of like just being like that they've always stuck to me because it's like I've heard this story of her crossing and doing all that kind of stuff and to me like those moments have always kind of like stood out to me and that was one of the things where I'm like you know what like we went we interviewed my mom we did this whole entire thing and like you know listened to it all that and for me I really like enjoyed you know this whole entire thing of like interviewing her and all that because it just basically she is telling her story of how you know, she came here, like, what were the risks? What were, what's the reward? What was the reward, you know? And so, um, I think I've struggled a lot with, like, just kind of, like, being, like, a daughter of immigrant parents, you know, and, like, what were their expectations and, like, obviously always wanting to make them feel like they should be proud of me for this thing that I've done, you know? And, um, And so I think that, like, you've known me long enough to be able to, like, always kind of, like, constantly be looking for, like, my mom's approval, like, mainly, like, my mom's approval. And so I think that, you know, having, like, this art show and doing all that kind of stuff, like, the the theme of this year's Design Week um, theme is inspiration. And I feel like my mom has definitely always been, like, an inspiration of, like, someone that is just super resilient someone that is like you know biggest like cheerleader for like 
you know, family and, you know, all that. And so for me, like, it was like only natural to like, you know, create like something that is telling like my mom's journey, which then really correlates with who I am and like why I am the way that I am. And, and I think that a lot of like these pieces like really stick to me. Um, these pieces in, in the story really stick to me because it's like, I could see that within me, you know? Um, and it's like, it, it's a very proud story to, to, to tell, you know? And I feel like, um, you know, some people, they don't have that, you know, they don't, they don't, their parents didn't risk a lot of things. And it's like, and for us, you know, for my family, like our parents, they risked a lot to like come and to you know try to establish us in like a place where we would have opportunities so and can you very briefly kind of go through the show and i mean briefly yeah there is 10 pieces so not to elaborate too much on each piece but kind of just give us a visual of what it's gonna you know what the journey was and how each clothing piece you're gonna make relates to that point in that journey so we have like the first one which is um uh, the los guerreros uh pendleton shirt which is a uh, Pendleton shirt is usually like a working man's shirt. Like it's usually like worn by, you know, men that go to work and it's very like, um, how do you call it? Um, like very working class. And so my mom is from a rancho. It's called Los Guerreros, which translates to the warriors. Um, and she comes from like a very like, like super, super poor, like, you know, like a uh, place and so they didn't have much you know and so I wanted to incorporate like these Pendleton pieces that I've had for a really long time because it's like I save everything so from like the smallest little piece to like the biggest piece and everything's like stored in like bins and so I knew that I had a lot of Pendleton like scraps and stuff and so I started cutting them up and I made a Pendleton out of I think there's more than 10 Pendletons there, but um, creating like a technique with, the, with what they call a poor man's quilt. So it's like piecing everything together to create something. And so for me, being able to create it from something that is considered working class, you know, in in my mom is from like a very like working class place. Like I wanted to incorporate these kind of things together. And then we have another piece It's called... Um, you know, it's very impulsive love. Like my parents, they ended up getting married and that same night they made their journey to the border and they decided to cross. So it's very like I'm trying to capture it with like something where it's like, I think impulsive love is very like high school, very like high school sweethearts and like you mean the world to me kind of thing. So it's like I'm working on a letterman jacket that I've completely lined the inside, changed the sleeves, like created custom patches for it, all that kind of stuff. Um, I really like it. It looks really cool. Like the whole inside is like the Mexican flag done with like bandanas. And then I haven't. So wait, so the patchwork Pendleton, the first yeah. one you described, that is basically describing where your mom was born. Yeah. And then you go into your mom meeting your dad. My mom meets my that's dad. That's the next event which on is your mom's journey. Impulsive love. Impulsive love. And that's the letterman. Yeah. And then the third one yes. is the suitcase, which is basically my parents, they decide to like, what I would have thought was like, they ran off. They ran mm -hmm. off. They got married and they made their journey to the border, you know, that same night, the same day that they got married, they ended up leaving and so impulsive love 
impulsive love. So um, the third one is a suitcase and the suitcase is going to have, you know, like what would you carry in a suitcase that, you know, you're not coming, you're, you're moving to a different country. So what would you carry? You know, so there's going to be a couple of things in there that, you know, pictures and things like that, that my parents would have taken with them. There's also a suitcase that my, that my parents, a, a suitcase that is very similar to what my parents had around that time. So, um, we managed to find something like that. And today. Then, today we found. In Lemon Grove. And then the fourth one is my mom, they ended up, they ended up, um, you know, crossing and my dad was, um, they're at the, they're at the border and my so they didn't cross yet. No, they didn't cross yet. So they're at the border. And the idea was that my mom and my dad, they were going to cross in a car. They were going to use someone else's documents to, to cross. And so I guess the man got cold feet and he was like, you look way younger than my wife does and you're not going to be able to do it. So no. And so my dad was like, all right. And so he kind of like was like, well, we'll do it next time. And my mom was like, no, like we have we ha we're doing this like we're here. We're doing this. And so my dad was actually dressed in in like nice clothes because he thought, hey, you know what? We're going to cross in the car. So we have to give the illusion that we're, you know, mm -hmm. that we fucking whatever, you yeah. know, like he was just dressed really nice. And so um, my parents decide to to you know basically go through like the the mountainside of like crossing and so they end up crossing and my dad's wearing dress shoes like 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 formal shoes that have no traction in the bottom and he's basically using utilizing them to hike this mountain you know so my mom during the story she's like you know he kept falling and he kept slipping and he kept you know and it's like i think that that to me was like you know, a big like thing where it was like, wow, you know, my dad wore like the wrong shoes. He didn't anticipate that this was going to happen. And the fact that he kept falling and getting back up and falling and getting back up, it's like, like, I feel like that has been, you know, like the, a real big sign that it's like, you know, we fall and we get back up, you know, and we're resilient. We're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to, there, there's no other way we're going to do it. You know, so there is a piece that with, is basically with that. But I think the other part of that story that's so impactful is that your mom was the one that was like, no, we're going tonight because yeah. after things kind of went a little bit wrong with the plans, mm -hmm. your dad was ready to kind of be like, all right, like that's it. Yeah. But then your mom pushed it forward. She's like, no, 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 we're going to figure out a way. We're going to go. We're going to go a different route, but we're not going back. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom has always been the one that was like, we'll figure it out. You know, like she's always been like that. She's always been like, we'll figure it out. We're going to do it, you know, and that's how I am. Like, I'm always like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to do it, you know. And so the shoes um, are a big part of uh, basically like I'm falling and I'm getting back up and I'm falling and I'm getting back up, you know. And so that's also a piece. So that will be piece number four. Mm hmm. And then we have piece number five, which... Um, but what are you doing for the shoes? So for, so for the shoes, I have a lot of leather scraps, and uh -huh. we're creating... Um, it's going to be like a framed version of basically like shoes that are... It's basically a, a mosaic done with a bunch of leather pieces. Okay. And so that's going to be like in a, you know... A frame. A frame. Okay. And so 
Yeah, so there's a frame, you know, of like this little... Shape of a shoe. So it's shoes. And so my dad, he actually had um, specific shoes he liked to wear, specific dress shoes. And I remember them very vividly because, you know, I would take them off and put them away and all that kind of stuff. So... And then I got like spanked with a shoe once, so I remember that. But um, so that's number four, and then number five is basically my parents are on this hill, and my mom could remember vividly that she's just kind of like looking down, and she could see like like TJ, like the the basically like a like a very like it's a nighttime thing so it's like she could just see all the lights like and it's all lit up like all the little houses have lights and she remembered like thinking like wow that's a really nice view you know so it's like this landscape picture that she's like in her mind and all she could see is like little lights everywhere and it's like i think my mom was like maybe like 28 when she decided to 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 go on this journey Mm -hmm. um and I don't think she had ever seen anything like that ever before. So for her to see something like that, that was probably something very impressive for her. And I remember like she she was saying that she was like, it was really cold. It was a cold January night and we were up on this hill and like all we could see was like all Tijuana. And it was like, it looked like little sparkling lights from like afar. And, and she, you know, for her to remember that it had to have been like something where it's like it impacted her or this vision was like so surreal to her that she had to tell it in the story, you know. And how are you going to express that image through clothing? So um, I'm creating another basically framed piece. I don't think this one's going to be framed, but it's going to be on um, velvet like black velvet and I'm going to basically I have a lot of like little diamonds that I've um, had that are from like the 80s I'm going to create a landscape through like embroidery and like a little bit of paint just create like a very like simple like silhouette of that and then put a bunch of like little diamonds on like this um, on this uh, what do you call it Um, velvet piece so it's gonna be very inspired by like you know um like 80s like velvet paintings and stuff so yeah it'll look really cool i'm really excited for that because it's like i'm not a painter or anything like that so um but you're trying something new but i'm good at everything i do so yeah that's true that's true (laughs) i'm good at like if i put effort i you can usually make it work yeah and so that one's number five um Number six is basically a duality, uh, basically jacket. And so I'm creating this jacket. And so um, when my parents are up on this hill, like right after they get off this hill, they basically um, were turning like this corner. And as they're turning this corner, everyone's like running back. And they're like, run, run, run. And my parents were like, they're like running and they're like what's happening and they're like there's cholos and they're robbing people so that there was people there and they were robbing them and so it's like obviously taking advantage of people that are crossing they know that they're gonna have money they're gonna start a new life all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and so um my parents they like they're running and so they hid under like a bush kind of thing like and it was like a bush but right like next to the bush there was like a rock and so like a, a big rock, you know, like a kind of like a boulder. And so my parents were 
were like right under it and that they could see like this guy with like a machine gun or like some kind of like assault rifle or something with a big gun and that my mom was like she was just like watching him and he was just kind of like looking out to see if she if he could see them damn you know so um yeah they were like you know fucking shitting bricks because it's like my dad had the wrong shoes and they almost get robbed and this and that and so they keep walking, you know, they keep walking. They, you know, my mom says that they walked all night, basically. Um, and so they walked all night. And then I guess during daytime, they show up to this house. And so at this house, they basically end up, you know, it's a house and it's like a bunch of people that are obviously in the same situation that my parents are in. And, um, you know, um, you had to ask the coyote, the person that like is you know, taking you from one place to the other one, you give them money and they go and buy you food. And so they met a man there at this house and the man was basically like, you know, I haven't ate for three days. And, um, and my dad was like, can you please buy us food? And can you also please buy him food? And so for me, like that moment of like, you know, in less than 24 hours, you almost got robbed. And you have, like, this very traumatic experience of, like, wanting to go somewhere for, like, a better life. And then you run into a situation where it's, like, you see, like, someone that's exactly in the same situation that you were in. And they don't have the means to be able to, like, feed themselves. And my parents were, like, we'll feed him. We'll buy him something to eat. So it's, like, for me, that's a huge representation of who I am as a person. It's, like, I've always been, like... How could I be of service? And I, I think that that's where, you know, that really resonated with me. Yeah. How can you be of service even after or even if you go through fucked up shit? Yeah. You even, know, and, and that was that that's been like one of the things where it's like, you know, like my parents could have been like, whoa, let's not let anyone into our fucking shit because it's like we've had like this experience. They have every right to be paranoid, suspicious. You know? They just saw, yeah. you know, humans trying to take from other humans. And then they, their response to it was like, no, let's give to this exactly. person. So it's like the taking and the giving side by side. So with that one, I'm creating a jacket and it's basically um, the light and the dark that come together, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like the dark of like, you know, as people where we could become greedy, we could become this, we could become all these negative things. And so it's like, there's like that dark, but there's also that light and like they've, they meet, you know? So it's like, I want to be able to like put them together because it's like it's important for us to know that there's that light and there's also that dark and we could it's, choose what we want to be or yes you could choose what you want to be but then also that it's these things are happening at the same time exactly like simultaneously yeah it's a reflection of each other the, the the amount of light you know there's also darkness so you always have to be cognizant of that at all times exactly so that one is um Number, I believe, number six. Yes, yes, that sounds right. And then we have number seven, which is um, the San Fernando jacket. So so basically they got from that house, Mm -hmm. they eventually crossed then, and they made it to San Fernando. Yeah, so they that was the first place that they ever, like, I guess they settled, you know, and that's where I'm from. And so for me, like, I think I had, like, that aha moment of, like, it made it really easy for me to, like, think of, like, these things and what I wanted to design for them and stuff is, like, I wanted to capture feelings through, like, fabric. Like, what is 
like what do colors symbolize to me because I love color and so it's like what do these colors symbolize to me so um, the San Fernando jacket was um, San Fernando is like a place to me where it's like I grew up it molded me like it gave me a lot of amazing memories but it also you know um, like I feel like it toughened me up and it um, I've had a lot of really good times and I had a lot of really bad times in San Fernando and it's like I'm I at the moment I could only remember all the good times that I've had there you know but it's like San Fernando is my home and um, and I think that like I really wanted to um, like I we did this exercise and we were like what is San Fernando and, and for me San Fernando's home San Fernando is family um, San Fernando is like a warm big hug San Fernando is a drive-by San Fernando is you know all these things like early mornings you know selling at the swamp meet that is San Fernando San Fernando is like me you know and so for me like I really wanted to capture what is like San Fernando is warmth so what is warmth like what makes what gives this feeling of like warmth and happiness and all those kind of things and I feel like it that San Fernando does do that so it's like incorporating specific colors like oranges yellows like something that's warm and feels good like those are the colors that symbolize San Fernando you know to me and so I am creating something that is giving you like that warm like comfy like embrace a good hug like it feels like a good hug it feels warm it feels like family you know so um so like the textiles and the fabrics you choose are making you feel a certain type exactly. of way exactly it's not necessarily that you have to have a patch or something kind of across the chest or across the back saying exactly how you feel like you're allowing people to see the jacket yeah and just kind of based on what they see and the fabrics you use and the design you use like hopefully evoke a feeling yeah from them yeah you know that gives that feeling of warmth that you felt in san fernando i feel like originally the plan was to put patches and to do this and to do that and to and i think that that was like a really easy way out mm -hmm. for me and i feel like one i always say it that my strong point is creating start to finish and it's like i i like that challenge a lot like i feel like i don't challenge myself enough with that and so um this is really like one of those things where i'm like oh i get to like create like these start to finish things and to be able to like create them because i'm telling this story and it's abstract and it's very abstract and it's very like you know i want to like just create something from the start to the finish and i feel like i'm really good at creating things that look very professional and so for me to be able to like put that and then create something and for you to like see it and be like wow that looks really fucking good you did a great job like that's that's what i want to do you know so it's like i think that um the pendleton uh shirt isn't 100 percent done there's like buttons and like buttonholes and needs to be hemmed but i've had it on display and i've gotten a lot of really good reactions from it but i remember I went to bed on Friday and on sun Saturday when I woke up, I was like, I made something really cool. It looks very, very cool. And like, it gave me a lot of self-worth to like see it and for people to compliment on it and for me to be like proud to like, this is what I made. And like, you know, there's that, that, that pride of like, I made it like it's start to finish. Like I've cut a lot of pieces out. 
And it took but, time. Yes, but you've definitely done that before. And yeah. you do that a lot. But I think the cool thing about this and what, what changes this and the thought process behind it is that you created the start to finish piece, but you kind of like looked at it through the lens of art. Yeah. You know, you really were like, okay, I want to use this certain fabric to tell the story. And this reminded me of this. And it's like, there is absolutely no reason that every piece you make going forward shouldn't have that same kind of thought process. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be because it's design week. It doesn't just have to be because it's an art show. Yeah. It's like training your brain to always think of everything you create with that same kind of thought I think, process. I think that I've gotten to the point where it's like, you know, I'm, I, I wear so many hats, right? Like it's like I design, I create, like I'm an artist. I'm a business person, like all these hats, right? So it's like you're trying to put all these like heads into one hat, you know, or one head into all these hats. <laughs> a lot of heads. And then, so it's like for me, I'm like, I, I first and most important, I think that I am a business, you know, and it's like and it kind of like because it's like I've, I've been a business. It's about to be 10 years. So it's like for me, it's like I design and create a lot of the time based off of what will sell. And I think that that is a very, very dangerous place to be in because um, it doesn't allow for you to be who you need to be. And I think that I've been in that space for a really long time because it is safe because it is one of those things where you're like, yeah, people will buy it because I put this. And for me, like doing these kind of exercises where I'm like, I'm going to make it because that's what I like. It really brings me so much joy. And it's like really like eliminating that piece of like, if I take this long, it's going to cost too much. And it's going to, but it's like that feeling of like that challenge and like how good it feels to create it is a million times more fulfilling than selling something yeah you know? no and yeah. and i think in the future to make that you know because it is a business too so we have yeah. to have both those caps on but i think there is ways that we can open up so loca in the future to have more revenue streams to where you wouldn't you have a little bit less pressure of everything you have to create has to sell right yeah. away you yeah. know if we do open it up to more workshops and other stuff in the future like we plan to I think it will relieve some pressure in the shop. And yeah, you're right. Every every piece, you shouldn't be thinking about whether it sells or not. You should yeah. just be thinking about like, oh shit, like is this, am I being challenged by this? Is this the next step? Am I pushing myself forward? Only you know that. Yeah. You know, And so. I feel like obviously like with start to finish stuff, like I love that stuff because it's like, it's a challenge for me, right? It's like I, my strong point is that I could create anything, anything. Like, you could give me this piece, this blanket, and say, can you make this? And I'd be like, yeah. And it's like, I don't know someone like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me to, like, have that and to be in a space where I'm reworking things, it's it becomes very boring, you know? So it's like, for me to be like, oh, my God, I get to, like, cut up pieces and sew them together how I want to because it's like I'm having an art show and it's like and i'm telling a story of how i want to tell it like it can't get better than that it feels good you know it it fuels your heart and your soul to be like wow like i finally like reached like some kind of like feeling of like wow you're 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 something 
you know? You're something even without this show. No, yeah. I mean, without but, the fucking art show, without anything like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's enough, even if you never created another piece again. Well, that's not going to happen. But, but but I do feel like this is, like, I, I live for the challenge of life, you know? And I think that this is a great challenge. I feel like, you know, it's really, like, allowed for me. Like, I, I really, I'm envisioning this show already in my mind. And the two pieces that are already, like, done and made and all that kind of stuff or are semi there, like, they already look so good. So if... Beautiful. If you... If if you're already seeing those two things and then I'm envisioning these other things that are going with it, it's just going to be one of those things where it's it, it's going to be amazing. And there's a lot of color involved and there's a lot of... Because it's like, for me, like, I feel like color is very psychology. And so being able to play with colors and be like, this color makes me happy. This color makes me sad. This color, you know, what are these colors like bringing out in you? And so I, I liked that I got to play with that too. The psychology of color. San Diego Design Week. Yeah. It starts in the middle of the week this week, but it goes all the way up till um, past Sunday. But we're doing it Saturday and Sunday, September 24th, September 25th. Yeah. The studio will be open 12 mm-hmm. to 6. Um, you can either reserve a spot or you can just come through, you know, we'll give you the full tour, get the full experience. You'll be able to walk piece to piece. There'll be descriptions next to each, each piece. It'll be a very beautiful show. There'll be a lot of surprises too that we don't yeah. even want to mention here. We're just very into the whole experience of it. And that's yeah. what we want to provide to everybody that comes. We want them to have something that, right, where they, they come away and it's something that they never forget. It's something that makes them feel a certain type of way because of it's something completely different and this is coming right from claudia's fucking mind so it's it's pretty incredible to at least witness it i'm seeing things like that you talk about right before bed you're like oh and then suddenly you're like making it in the shop so to me that's super cool to see you know and that's fucking art you know that's fucking art yeah so i'm excited about that i know we have a lot of other things you know going on i don't know how long we want these unplugged to be like i'm I'm, I'm glad we're kind of in we know we we talked about the art show because that's going to be our week yeah the week is the fucking art show the week is very it's full it's full with a lot of things there's a lot of meetings still happening and i mean it's not like if we shut down the week or anything like that The, the week is still happening so it's like um we're kind of like in a space right now where it's like there's I think we have like three different meetings we have to go to and all this kind of stuff, which is great. Um, and then getting the studio like prepared for that and all that. So a lot of things are happening at all at the same time, which is great. We've done this a bunch of times where it's like, all right, like it gives us like purpose to like go and do things and all that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, but really utilizing the time that we have like correctly and wisely to make sure that, um, we get things done that we need to get done. Because it is Monday. Yeah. The show is Saturday. Yeah. We, Claudia has to create 10 pieces. I think there's only two like... Piece, <laughs> two pieces are done. So we have... Okay, count it. One, two, three, four days. Yeah. To make eight pieces. Yeah. See, but... In, in the past, like maybe three or four years ago, I would have been freaking out. I would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, my God, Claudia, we'd have been, we'd have been like, oh, my God. You know, we would have been at each other's throats. But it's like I've seen you do this enough time, pull enough rabbits out of your hats. I kind of know how you work. So I'm a little bit more chill. No, you're not. <laughs> I am. Well, I know. I mean, to me, like when I heard yesterday that you have a vision for each piece. Yeah. Like that, it makes me more comfortable because I know you can 
actualize anything that you want in there. You know, I've yeah. seen you actualize things, so I know you can make it happen, but I know the hardest part sometimes is getting that vision of, in your head of it correctly. Yeah. You know, so... I think that, like, the the one that I really got stuck on was, like, the the Letterman jacket because I was like, oh, how is this going to be appealing to everyone? And, you know, that thought, right? How can I, like, mass, like, not mass produce it because it's only one but it's like how could i make it appealing to everyone no like this is a fucking art piece that's telling the story of this thing no Mm -hmm. like i can't like it's like I, i have to it's good to remind yourself of who you are and what you want to do and like it's like having little fucking rules for yourself and i feel like for me it's like reminding myself who are you what do you want to do and how are you going to do it and really reminding yourself of like this is who i am i design and make shit like i fucking make shit like i don't just rework things like i make start to finish things and that's what i'm gonna do so it's like those reminders are really good because it allows for you to like have this fucking like tunnel vision of where you need to be you know and for me it's like those are really good reminders of like when 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 i was getting all like caught up i was like oh my god i had to smoke that joint and be like oh my god okay now i'm back where i need to be you know but it's like it does it does help thank you urban leaf yeah we just want to take an urban leaf minute to say thank you urban leaf because after we smoked that joint basically that's when we went through the all 10 of those things and you had like a complete vision of how you're going to do all of them so i think you know I'm a huge like advocate for cannabis because it's like it, it it does help me like it like seriously I'm not a drinker there's nothing wrong with having a drink or anything like that but for me like I'm I, I don't I don't think a relaxing setting is like a crazy bar like I don't think that that's a relaxing setting for me it's like a relaxing setting for me is like having like some time in the studio or no one's gonna be coming in where it's like there's music going on like i'm cutting stuff like i'm in the zone i get to smoke a joint and like just kind of like give myself self-worth it's very therapeutic so it's like for me like having those moments of like wow like this is like you get stuck and sometimes you get so stuck that you're there for hours that you're like how come i can't work faster and that's what i that that's what i like you know and that's why i feel like um you know it's helped me so much in being able to organize my thoughts it it allows for me to access parts of my mind that i can't access because it's like i'm a very anxious person i have i have very hard anxiety you know so for me to like be able to be like okay you know like i'm okay like i could do this like that is like a weight off my shoulders 100% and so. I, I feel grateful to live in a time where like cannabis laws are changing and everything like that because we are both really pro cannabis yeah we're not really drinkers so at least it seems like in the future um there'll be a place for us to kind of smoke freely and stuff like that and i think you know part of that i know we're ending the podcast so we're just going to tease this a little bit yeah um we are having october 8th yeah we're having the smoke and stitch class yeah. which so that's a private event it's 21 and over so it's not open to the public or anything like that you have to reserve your seat all that kind of stuff. We're really excited about it because it's like, I feel like um, there's a lot of community building through sewing. And there is, I feel like the cannabis and the cannabis, like 
peeps are very niche and so it's like I like obviously doing things when I'm I consume cannabis so it's like I like working with my hands and all that kind of stuff and so it's like hey you know what like it would be really fun if we could do like this smoke and stitch and and kind of see how people like react to it and so we've gotten um I think we got like eight seats left um so we're halfway being sold out which is really good but um I'm excited for it I I I feel like that's like I've always wanted to have friends that would like hang out and like get baked and we could sew but yeah it's it's because we we, we, you know there's been so many like i said like in the alcohol world in the beer world there's so much of that you know painting and drinking and everything like that so this finally feels like oh crap you know like this is a cool way to get cannabis involved and it's like hand stitching so it's like very meditative so it kind of goes well it's so relaxing in itself and it's not um the workshop is not a sesh per se. It's more just like, think about it like having just, you, it's know, a, you just have access. There's cannabis there. If you need it, there's cool people, cool conversation, doing something relaxing together with friends with good music, yeah. goodie bags, munchies, um, all that cool stuff. Yeah. So it's just really about the experience, the atmosphere, and just really feeling like, oh shit, this is the future. Yeah. Like these kind of consumption events, consumption lounges, all that stuff. It's the future, and it's yeah. like that's the new fun experience, and just being a part of that is super cool. Yeah, and I think that that's like always like a great kind of thing of like, you know, sewing is a great icebreaker. It's like you know you're gonna be hanging out with a bunch of people. What are these people? Who are these people gonna be? Like I've done already like a class um, at the women's museum, and you're just kind of like, who are these? Like, who are these people that are showing up to these classes? And so, you know, I feel like. Um, it's a great way of meeting new people, but it's also a great way of like if you if you're not like if you're more introvert, you have something to do where you don't feel awkward just sitting there, you know. So it's like it's a great kind of like shield to be like, I'm really into this and not have to socialize. But I think it's like a really fun, you know, um, it'll be a really fun thing for everyone to kind of like hang out and like make something cool and um just a great experience so i'm really looking forward to that yes and in future freaking unplug skills pay bills episode probably maybe the next one or the one after that yeah. we'll kind of go through like th- what everything we have planned for the for yeah. the class and stuff like that so more of a deep dive but right now that's just a little tease we have some other stuff that we don't want to mention yet but in future episodes we'll save it for that but you yep. know it was really cool talking about the show tonight with you yeah, and just i'm excited we'll do more of these okay. right consistently right here on the couch because it seems like right this is a cool little setting everything like that everybody's I decorated happy with it, right? this too yeah look at that shit we got you know some cool art on the walls we got this green couch that's been with us since day one so yeah. um yeah i love it back to basics so yeah and i think that like obviously it's nice to be able to like talk about like these things that we have going on especially in more of like an intimate kind of setting it allows us to really talk freely about it and you know yeah. get comfortable I'm very comfortable right now. I'm not even wearing pants. (laughs) I'm very comfortable. I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing pants. Well, thank you, everyone. Yeah. And I guess we'll see you on the other side. We'll see you on Saturday. We'll see you on Saturday. Yes, yes. Come on. Come out. That'll be a beautiful time. Exactly. For everyone. Yes. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Peace. Next time. Peace. 47 minutes. Nice. Nice. Oof. Woo. I feel good.